please send it, share it, share it with your family, share it with your friends, talk about it at Thanksgiving, be the first one to talk about politics this holiday season with your family. And let us know how it goes. on ladies and gentlemen welcome back welcome back to everyone is canceled episode 45 today i have my brother andrew sanders with me and we will be covering a few things andrew sanders is a respiratory therapist in uh, southern california he's been on the front lines in the icu intensive care unit ever since covid started and uh, he's been in the real deal we're going to be uh, going through an update that he has for us as far as COVID goes. Omicron, Optimus, Optimus Prime. We're going to get an update from him on a few different fronts. And then we'll be covering the main topic, Ghislaine Maxwell. She's in trial right now, if you don't know. And she was the wife of Jeffrey Epstein, who allegedly basically abused underage women from a position of power for 20, 30 years. No one knows exactly how long. But he was basically in, in finance, very powerful person. He had connections to really the world's elite, the world's elite. And <clears throat> he abused that power. He had this crazy island called Epstein Island. It kind of blew up in the media. Some media has been trying to hide it. Other sources of media have been covering it. Uh, and it's just been this huge conspiracy theory, a lot of abuse. Jeffrey Epstein allegedly killed himself, although many have used alleged evidence to point that he did not, that he was in fact killed by the top elite of the world in some kind of grand scheme, conspiracy theory, and now Ghislaine Maxwell is on the stand, if I'm correct, in denying these allegations, but she is going through court on these allegations. Uh, is that correct, Andrew? Do I have that somewhat right? Sounds about right, right from, from, yeah, from what I've heard. So we'll get right into it, man. Uh, COVID is not canceled. That's tonight's cancellation. It's not. Omicron is here. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? I know you're going to school. You're taking some extra classes for the folks who don't know you. And for those who do, would you like to give an update on your life, what you do, who you are? Yeah. Um, yeah, my name's Andrew. Uh, I've been working at a local hospital for a few years now and... Uh, just <laughs> going through COVID pretty much. Uh, that was our first episode, huh? We talked about. Yeah. That was when we were writing the throw One of our most things. downloaded episodes, actually. Yeah. That was a big one. Oh, nice. And yeah, COVID's still going. Luckily, I mean, it. it it's, it's not as bad as it was. You know, we were like, at one point, we were running out of hospital rooms. We were starting to run <clears> out of <throat> ventilators. Um, hmm. so I hope it doesn't get to that point again. And I don't think it will, um, even with this new scary variant out of South Africa. Um, but yeah, I, it does seem like maybe we're going into a little bit of an uptick and I don't know if it's because of this variant or if it's just because we're getting into winter months and more people are hanging out together and whatnot and just spreading their disgusting germs around. <laughs> Do you think it could be less sunlight that could contribute? I know vitamin D and sunlight has been a, a strong factor in the immune system. And as they say, 
an alleged fight against COVID. Oh, and by the way, before we get into any of this, this is a fictitious show. It's not real. It's an oral artistic dance. We're not even real people. This is a fucking fiction story. Yeah. Obey the laws in your country. Listen to your doctor. And if you get your doctor's approval and it's illegal in your country, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Yeah, why are you even listening to us? <laughs> we are we are voices in your head. This is fiction. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> so vitamin D, man. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a big contributor, too. I think that's, that's probably one of the big reasons. Uh, along with, yeah, everybody spending time together and, and freaking touching each other and whatnot around these months. Do you think but, people uh, constantly just jacking each other off at these gatherings is contributing to it as well? Probably. I mean, I know I'm guilty of Aren't it. Aren't we all, brother? <laughs> <laughs> fluids. Yeah, so, man. All those nasty fluids. You're going to school right now, right? What are you going to school for? Yeah, I'm just, I'm taking a few classes. Uh, well, I'm taking anatomy and physiology right now. Um, just one of the higher level ones, because I, I had to take the the 101 type classes, the introductions just to get into a, a RT school, but they do offer a way more in-depth anatomy and physiology. The 150, 151 is what I'm taking. So yeah, just because like it's a, it's a good class to have in, in case it, um, I want to further my, my licensure or I want to move into like another, I'm looking at uh, PA schools and Physicians stuff like assistant. that. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, that's a mid-level practitioner. Basically, you can work directly under a doctor, and you can write prescriptions and whatnot. And it's a, it's a. It seems like it, it's what my dad does. You know, yeah. and uh, he enjoys it. So I've been talking to him mm. about it, and I'm like, all right, I'll start taking some more classes, and you know, maybe I'll move that's that. Fascinating, direction. man. Now, yeah, to me, that really ties into COVID and everything you've been doing. Do you see, do you think if, so let's say you became a PA, do you think you would be as much on the front lines of COVID specifically, or do you think it would be more generalized medicine if you went that route? Um, in my case, I would probably do pretty much what my dad is doing, um, which he works at a clinic. He's not in a hospital. Mm. So I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be like right there on the front lines. I would, I, I mean, I could though, like there's a lot of options, you know, there's PAs that spend their whole career in the ER. What do you ER, think you would want to do? Know? And they're do like, you, do you have any idea yet? Since I have the background, uh, the RT background, respiratory mm -hmm. and all that, I, I would like to stick with pulmonology, all the lung stuff, which yeah, which uh, the clinic is is a good environment for that because people come in with COPD, with asthma, who people who need uh, a lot of what my dad does is uh, it's called thoracentesis. If you have a bad lung infection and fluid starts building up around your lungs, he goes in and and drains it out, and so there's like certain pretty interesting procedures that you can get involved with that that still mainly lung uh, related 
and that's probably what I'd want to stick with being a respiratory therapist like most of my career has yeah. been. Now, when you say a clinic, what is, what, uh, you, what is a clinic for those who don't know versus a hospital? So a clinic, ER? generally, yeah, if you're if you're you, you'd go to the ER if you're having like really bad symptoms or you have some like major acute process taking place like you can't breathe or mm-hmm. something like that but the clinic is basically a lot of people once they once they get healthy enough to be discharged from the hospital or maybe they don't even get to that point where they have to be hospitalized but they're having issues you know maybe they're having trouble breathing or they're they're a lot of the people that we see in the clinic are people who have sleep apnea mm. uh, a lot of people that my dad sees they say that's a really undiagnosed problem in our country sleep apnea right now yeah yeah it's uh it's going around for those who are listening (laughs) listen weight Uh, is an issue if you're over 200 pounds if you're pushing 220 uh get checked get a sleep study done if if your doctor approves if if your doctor thinks it's a good idea this show is fiction but if you're starting to push a heavier weight or if your partner notices you snoring thinks it's just snoring or if you stop breathing you you might have sleep apnea and it can kill you um yeah not even just acutely, but like the, the way, and correct me if I'm wrong, Andrew, but by constantly not getting enough sleep, you're tired all the time, your body never is regenerating. It's never getting that that good, good sleep, right, where you're you're healthy. And you can get heart problems. Right. You can yeah. get um, lung issues. You can get issues. Your whole body sort of just slowly dies when you don't sleep fully. You're constantly waking up. I've known yeah. people with the issue. It's a serious deal. A lot of bodybuilders have it. That's why I'm familiar with it. Um, so it's a big mm, deal. Yeah. A lot of these guys with sleep apnea um, end up falling asleep at the wheel. And so a lot of these people who are involved in, in accidents, like motor vehicle accidents, who have fallen asleep at the wheel end up getting diagnosed. Because they're sleep always apnea. fucking tired. They're just always fucking tired. Yeah. They never get a good night's sleep. You wake up with... Uh, a lot of people wake up with really bad headaches because basically you haven't been ventilating. You got way too much CO2 in your system. You wake up with a horrible migraine. You snore a lot. Uh, a lot of times, and there's a couple types of sleep apnea. Some some people that have it, and it uh, it's, it seems like a little less common, but there is obstructive sleep apnea, and then there's central sleep apnea. So some of these people that have central sleep apnea, it's actually an issue in the brain. Hmm. <laughs> Their brain so would a CPAP, stop sleeping at would night. Would a CPAP help them in that case? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it seems that the the CPAP is still like the general treatment for sleep hmm. apnea, and it, it seems to work. Um, but yeah, these if you've got a thick neck, <laughs> if you snore a lot, if uh, yeah, you're waking up with the headaches falling asleep at all the all I've heard the bodybuilders say once they hit like 225 plus they start getting sleep apnea just anecdotally yeah you start getting if, if you have a lot of extrinsic tissue just tissue all around uh, and it could be fat or I guess mm-hmm. muscle too once you get into REM sleep which is the good sleep that you need that's your body completely relaxes it actually is like in a state of paralysis where all your muscles relax 
if you ever pick up a kid who's like limp, <laughs> they're probably in REM hmm. sleep. Yeah, like I, I've got a three-year-old, and when he passes out, sometimes I pick him up and he's just flopping. I'm like, ah, you're sleeping. It's an interesting hard. way to look at it. I mean, it seems like it would be obvious, but it really isn't to me. When all that tissue, all that muscle relaxes, and you're in REM sleep, uh, it can it can cause your airway to close. Your tongue can fall, kind of. Towards the back. Would you say throat. it's kind of a gravity issue? You just have so much weight on you that it's. That's a part hmm. of it. Yeah. Um, the if you if you're overweight though, you lose weight, then you're good to go. Um, but yeah, a lot of it's um, gravity related, and if you sleep on your stomach, you usually have improved symptom uh, improvement of symptoms, like the snoring will will stop sometimes and you know, you, your breathing improves. So because just because all that tissue is now falling forward and your airway is, is able to, to kind of hang open, your tongue isn't falling to the back of your throat. So a lot of it, they call uh, just sleeping on your stomach like a poor man's CPAP. Because I sl- I'm a stomach sleeper. <laughs> you don't need the mask, but yeah, me too. I'm 225 too. pounds. My partner recently told me that I kind of <laughs> stopped breathing in the middle of the night somewhat recently so um i'm bigger now than i have been in many in many moons and i'm kind of wondering you know i feel it when i breathe my chest is a lot bit you know i just i put on some muscle i've I gotten got my bulk phase on it's winter time i'll roid it up I, over I, literally. there so i'm <laughs> it's a prescription <laughs> my doctor prescribed the steroids <laughs> listen <laughs> this is a fictitious show but I feel it like when I'm sleeping, when I'm laying down, maybe my body naturally did it. I've always kind of been a stomach sleeper, but it, I get better sleep on my stomach, it feels like. So I'm due for another sleep study. Again, it's been many moons. But I, I love hearing the deets on it, man. I have sort of a caveman understanding of it, you know, enough to kind of identify it, yeah. um, tell people you might need a sleep study, but nothing like what you're mm-hmm. talking about. So that's fascinating. Yeah. The other interesting thing is, uh, so we call them like apneic events or, or yeah, that when you stop breathing at night, that's like an apneic event. You stop breathing. Um, and that actually occurs in normal situations as well. It, a couple times throughout the night or even up to like a, a couple times an hour sometimes. But that period of apnea should not be very long, you know. I've, I've seen people who have hard, hardcore obstructive sleep apnea, the big overweight, and they're doing the sleep study. These guys will stop breathing for like two minutes. So you've been a part of these. You've seen a sleep study. Wow. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So in school, they one of the cool things, I don't think all the RT programs do this, but we had a rotation through an actual sleep lab, and we got to hook the people up to all those, all that equipment to it's a lot dude yeah we're tracking their brain waves to see when they go into rim sleep so we got to hook them up to an eeg <laughs> all those all those little probes on their head we got to measure whether they're trying to breathe so we have a sensor on their chest to see if they're they're getting chest rise because that's the thing if you have central sleep apnea you won't even be trying to breathe if you have obstructive sleep apnea, you're trying to breathe, but no air is going through. That's the other sensor we have on their nose 
to see if air is actually going through or if it's obstructed, if there's an obstruction there. Then we have sensors on their legs. We've got a heart monitor. We've got a pulse ox on them. We've got a sensor on their arms, a sensor on their neck to see if they're snoring. You're loaded up with so much shit (laughs) in these Mm. studies. Luckily, things are getting a little better to where there's actually units that you can take home. And yeah, they won't measure everything that I just mentioned, but they will measure your your oxygen saturation, your you know, and and the basic things, and they can still diagnose you off of that from your own bed. You know, you take this thing home with you. They tell you how to put it on. You sleep with it, and and then all that data, a lot of times, gets sent automatically over like Wi-Fi wow. to your doctor. So that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's a it's a thing, and my dad's involved with it a lot. He sets up. He'll, he'll review that information and then determine whether, you know, yeah, you should be on CPAP here. I'm going to set you up with this one. They fit the mask and everything. Um, and yeah, so, so he deals with, uh, all that stuff and that's all, all stuff that can be done in a clinical setting. You don't have to go to the hospital for that. Although we can do it at the hospital as well. Wow. Um, I remember I did yeah. a sleep study as a kid, and they found out I was having a bunch of small seizures while I slept, and I couldn't oh get past stage two of sleep, just just like a lightning storm. Wow. It was just boom, 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 seizure after seizure, small ones, but over and over and over, and I couldn't get to stage four sleep. And that was the note I left on. Um, as far as I know, <laughs> you know, I've had these horrible nightmares my whole life. As far as I know, that's still the case, but I've done a few things to help me get better sleep. But yeah, man, sleep's a big deal. Sleep's a big deal. Yeah. I almost want to dedicate yep, the whole episode sure. to sleep apnea. It's such a big topic. I imagine a lot of people would search it up, but that was really good. I, I actually didn't yeah, realize man. you were so educated about it. I loved that. Yeah. Well, um, I'll highlight it in the notes so people know, and it will come up on the searches for sure. Sweet. Sounds good. Yeah, maybe another episode we can go even deeper into it i think i pretty much emptied my whole bag of tricks on uh <laughs> on the sleep apnea uh my dad definitely knows a lot more about it but yeah it is pretty interesting I know, a lot of people have it we're f- we're seeing all kinds of people that didn't know they had it come into the clinic and or come into the hospital you they get hospitalized and then we see their oxygen just dump while they're sleeping wow. We're like, uh, okay, let's uh, let's hook you up to some more monitoring, and yeah, then we can start them on CPAP right there. Speaking of CPAP, yeah, and oxygen, do you believe Jeffrey Epstein killed himself? The golden question of the night. Ooh. I don't know, man. Did you see the Did you see the dude they put him in that cell with? <laughs> that guy looked was a freaking. Big ass murderer looking. Yeah, guy. and then also didn't they say they had uh, somebody look at him? The an autopsy report allegedly showed that one of the bones broken in his neck, uh, like a second opinion, showed that that doesn't happen with the way he allegedly killed himself. And then the guards. Yep. But not both guards are on duty. The camera just stopped working. Yeah, they didn't, the and they didn't night. see anything that happened, and they admitted they weren't present. And they fell asleep. A lot of shady details surrounding that alleged suicide. People saying that yeah. weren't there. People saying that he was he wouldn't kill himself. I mean, I don't know. 
I, I didn't hear that. Probably. There's definitely some... Oh, it seems like a lot of sketchy-ass stuff. So what do you think? That Do you think he did it? What's your gut <laughs> tell you? What do you... I lean towards thinking... Oof. I mean, there were a lot of allegations against him, so I mean, this guy could have been suicidal, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But there's also just a lot of sketchy, sketchy ass shit that happened there. That that seems, uh, I don't know. That's that's why, I, like, I don't, I don't want to say a hundred percent one way or the other. But it could have been yeah. either way, and there there's definitely a lot of sketchy ass stuff that. <laughs> that was involved with that whole All situation. Right, fictional gun to the head scenario. You have to choose one. Which one do you go with? I say he did not kill mm. himself. I like it. I mean, I, I like yeah. it that you're bold enough to answer that. I feel like a lot of people don't know. But here's the thing. It wasn't just one or two things that were shady. Any one of the things that happened around surrounding that supposed and alleged suicide would be shady enough to question question it right uh the broken bone in the mm-hmm. neck uh, the guards not seeing it cameras not capturing it capturing it but all of those things happening points to something odd and yeah. and then when you think about all of the ties that he allegedly had with these super elites internationally not even just american he could have had footage of with underage women allegedly these people mm-hmm. have a lot of power a lot of reach i mean who knows, right? A lot of people yep. wanted him dead, I believe, if these allegations are true. Which, if if you put a gun to my head and you ask me to, to say, I think they're true, I think the allegations are true, I don't know. It's yep. all alleged, but I, I, I if, if I was forced to decide, I, I would probably, I'd probably go with you, man, you know? I don't think he killed himself mm-hmm. either if you made me decide, but I do stand with you as in the fact that we just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. There are, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of witnesses coming out and, you know, that's the whole trial going on now with, with his wife. Right. Moving on to Glenn Maxwell. Do you want to give a lowdown on what's going on with that? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess she was, a lot of the allegations are that she was just as involved. She was the one who was, like what sort of grooming they use it's like a grooming yeah conditioning these people or finding the victims for this guy people who had financial problems problems with whatever the law school so basically the vulnerable youth of america yeah this is a rich ass guy meets up you know starts buying shit for these these underage girls gets all goody goody with them well mainly his his wife i guess was the one who was finding a lot mm-hmm. of these girls and and then she would uh she would then eventually convince them or whatever to to sleep with the guy or sleep with his buddies or all that sh- all that stuff and now these witnesses are coming out and the other thing that's kind of interesting is like the house staff that like you know the the guys that uh, that cleaned the house or did did whatever ran ran the uh, the estates that he lived in. They all like had to sign these these crazy rules and like regulations. Like an NDA, really all these like policies. a non disclosure agreement. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, you don't 
you don't see hear, or say wow. anything when you're in this house yeah so things like that are coming out it's like hmm okay again it just doesn't add up right Right. It's not just one or two people accusing yeah. uh, Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein of these horrible crimes, allegedly. You know, it, it's it's a lot. And those are those who are brave enough to come out. I mean, a lot of people I've heard are just, a lot of the victims allegedly are just terrified. And they're scared for their lives. Mm-hmm. And, and they don't want to come out to public in, in public. They don't want to be in that public light. They They fear for their lives. And there's even rumors that some of them didn't make it out. Whatever dark path wow. that goes down. Murder. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I'm not blaming. I'm not. It's alleged. But there's a lot being said around just everything. I don't know if you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I really. Yeah, I just I don't know enough about the case to be able to predict if I think Jeffrey Epstein is a murderer do I think he really cares if someone dies? I, I don't think he, he would, right? I, I also don't see him doing it himself, but who the fuck knows? Maybe he could. I mean, the guy did some of the worst things imaginable that a human could do, allegedly. So so what's going on with Ghislaine Maxwell's trial? Is there any updates on that? Well, last thing I heard, I believe the prosecution is done presenting all of their, you know, their whole case. I believe that I think I saw that in a headline or whatever. So, so now it's going to be, I mean, I think you heard that she's pleading not guilty, right? She's right? pleading not guilty last I read. So they've had a bunch of witnesses come through all these girls that were, you know, allegedly involved in all this stuff. They've come and testified, presented the whole case. She's saying not guilty. And now it's going to move into the defense half of things, and they're going to have to present some pretty freaking compelling evidence, I would guess. That's the other thing I was saying earlier. I wish <laughs> they would. Uh, I, I'm just, I would love to be a fly on a wall in there. So it's not televised, it's not a public hearing. Right. And I guess they've never really televised big federal cases. Um, but. It's a damn shame. We should know. We should know the names on that list. <laughs> the names in his little black book. Well, I think we already kind of do, actually. I mean, they, they've they come out with, like, his contacts. But, I mean, what does that really mean? Like, that doesn't mean those guys are pedophiles. Well, that's the big question, right? I mean, this guy's been, and Jeffrey Epstein and Glenn Maxwell has been linked to... Every powerful actor and political power you can imagine. I mean, all the biggest actors, most likely, especially the older ones, there was a connection there. I'm not mm-hmm. saying they're all guilty. That That's really implausible. It, it's hard to imagine that. But he was connected to a lot of these right. people. And supposedly his game was that he would he was very good with people. He could seduce people. He, could, he was a master manipulator. The story goes. So... He would sort of rope you in. He would invite the powerful to dinner. They would eat on these big, long tables with American flags on them, sort of symbolic as he would introduce himself to you, that you're eating on the American flag. And um, he would slowly kind of work his way in. And then he'd 
get something on you. He'd kind of allegedly the rumor is is that he would try his best to get some of these powerful elite to sleep with underage women, whether he disclosed that they were underage or not. And there would be all these crazy hidden cameras and all of these tapes that he owned of them doing this. And then he'd, that was his gotcha moment. And he'd have these people sort of by their balls, whatever you want to call it, when they'd get caught with the, with these, with, with these women after he would manipulate them to sleep with them, whether it's on his island or one of his estates around the country, around the world, in Paris, New York, what have you. You know, he had a ranch in New Mexico, I think, if I'm remembering correctly, where a lot of this stuff allegedly happened, and that was his game. And there's pictures online you can look up of some of the biggest actors and political political, uh, powers around the world with this man, going on planes with him, going to his island, people that you know and love. Who's guilty, who's not? It's hard to say. Yeah, I keep hearing a lot about... uh... Prince Andrew, too. Yeah, that was a big one. I guess that guy was all the time hanging out with him, and there's a lot of... Oh, really? More than once? I didn't know that. Oh, maybe I'm... Yeah, I don't know all the details. I remember people who have focused on Prince Andrew quite a bit. Mm -hmm. I've just heard his name a lot involved with Epstein, so I'm assuming there was was something going on, but I haven't looked into it too too But some people have come out. I haven't looked too far into it, but Tom Hanks has had a statement about it, I believe. Bill Gates had a statement Mm. about it, I believe. This is alleged and fictional. Anything that sounds like any name you know in real life is purely a coincidence. This is a fictional oral artistic dance. So some people have started coming out and apparently talking about how it was a mistake to meet him, things of that sort, which I think is good. If 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 there's pictures of you with this man in any way, shape, or form, if it was me... And I would want to come out and claim my innocence. Like, hey, I don't, I didn't know this shit was going on. I didn't like his vibes. Met him one time. Fuck all that noise. Didn't see him again. Because I feel like you get a sense for what he's trying to do. You're part of his game. You know, he's not there to just fucking hang out. Yeah. Man, it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm interested to see, uh, you know, what the verdict is going to be, how long this defense uh, is going to take to to <laughs> present their half of things, and if it's if it's going to hold up, if a jury's going to buy well, it. Well, they've had know. four accusers testify so far, and I think that's all of them. Okay, some of them are pretty vocal too. I mean, I've seen some of them on the news saying that you know she is the reason that I was raped. She is just as uh, guilty as as uh, Epstein. Wow. Yeah. So. So yeah, there's some people that are pre- and yeah, I mean, and they seem pretty uh, pretty convincing. To the me, evidence seems we'll to point to that the they're doing some shady shit regarding all this stuff. Yeah. Allegedly. Excuse yeah. me. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Do you do you think they're probably what what's your what are your thoughts on this? Are you sort of just observing it, seeing what happens? Do you lean one way or the other? Um with with the arguments that I'm hearing so far, I'm definitely leaning towards there was a lot of sketchy shit going on and she sh- probably should be convicted, but 
that's the other thing. That's why I wish I could, uh, I could be a fly on the wall in that courtroom, seeing exactly what, what's being presented. All, all we get to see are the, the little sketches that people draw, uh, you know, they're not going to release any of that. Who knows what kind of video footage or recordings or whatever, but, um, I think you can get a transcript of the case, but I haven't had freaking time to, to read That's a transcript to of all this. Yeah. Hopefully the, you know, hopefully there's people out there that are, that are doing it and really breaking it down, but <laughs> I wish I had time to, but, but yeah, man, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how long it's going to be before they come out with a verdict, but, um, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a. How wild long could ride. she go away for this potentially? Ooh. If she I, was convicted, I think, what are they? They brought like five different charges against her. Mm-hmm. I want to say. Um. And I'm mixing. There's a lot of cases going on right now. I'm probably mixing it up with. There's that. Did you see that cop that shot the guy? She thought she was pulling her taser out. No, I don't know. You didn't hear no. about that. That's that's another big trial going on right now that I keep seeing a lot of posts about. She she was trying to tase a guy. She she pulled her damn gun out though. This is probably something we could touch on next week or another episode. But but and then with then there's the written house and all these other things. Yeah, written house right is now. a big one. And yeah, yeah. But she's probably, I mean, I would, I would guess she's going to be facing up to life, I would assume, because there's a lot of charges being I would assume the same. brought against her. I'd be curious to know. Yeah, it, it's serious charges. And, it, and if she was, in fact, guilty of doing these things, which we don't know yet officially, according to the courts, um, yeah, that's not okay. It's, 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 it's horrible. It's, fuck, it's fucking horrible. Yeah. So we're just waiting. So you're saying, so the prosecution's basically done from what you know, and they're going to present a defense. And then there's a verdict. Is that correct? Yeah. So they rested their case. It took 10 days to get through all of those Mm -hmm. witnesses, all of the evidence that they presented. So we've just been kind of sitting around. (laughs) Do we have any sort of timeline for when this, when there could be a verdict? Um, I, 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 not that I've heard, I think it can, things change a lot and it can take more and le- more or less time to, to get through all this stuff. Um, yeah, but, but I'm not, I don't think they've come out and said like an estimate, but maybe they have, I know she, so she faces six counts. Okay. Enticement of minors to travel and engage in illegal Sex acts. There's the transportation of a minor. Uh, sex tra- trafficking of a minor. Three counts of conspiracy, which are related to other the other counts. So six counts, and I'm trying to see if uh, if it says you know how much time she's gonna freaking spend if she gets convicted. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not seeing anything, but. I, with all of that, I'm assuming it could be a, a long ass yeah. time. And she's already what in her mid fifties, somewhere around there. 
I believe so, yeah. You know, I was watching an interview of Ghislaine Maxwell. Uh, I believe it was shortly after the passing of her father in 1992 in New York City. Mm. I think it might have been in Central Park. And I just wanted to get a feel for who this person was. I've been watching Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, would I assume our dep- depositions where he's somewhat testifying and yeah. I, I wanted to get a feel of his character and I watched Ghislaine Maxwell I think there was some sort of like talk she did for a foundation and um, there was an interview I saw in 1992 in New York and she was talking about the family the passing of her father and that she's proud of her name and that she doesn't shy away in a way allegedly from the power and money that ties into that but I I got a sense of a busy mind but also an emptiness and there was a little bit of it almost felt like a um, I was just looking at someone different when I listened to her speak somebody that simply operated on a different plane than us you know um, when you're raised in that world mm-hmm. You know, and and it sounds like yeah. maybe there was she, there was unknown details about the passing of her father. Hmm. It it just seemed like there was something there. Her, her mind kind of resides in a different place than than most people I see that speak. You know, everybody is is very different, but I think that people in general are more the same than different. I think most people are mostly good, right? I mean, at the end of the day, a lot of people have their dogs, their animals they care about, their families, their day-to-day. People enjoy helping people. But Ghislaine Maxwell, it just there was just something different in that 1992 interview I saw. So for whatever that's worth, I'm not a some sort of analyst uh, or psychosomatic expert. But to me, it felt like there was a little bit of darkness there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're probably gonna have to circle back on this uh, this whole thing once the oh, verdict comes out. We're going to have out. to update it. I want to do an episode on Rittenhouse, just because that took the whole country by um, by surprise in some ways, but also it just created a yet another huge divide in the in the country. Uh, this whole Rittenhouse thing. Yeah, there's been so much misinformation too. A lot of misinformation. Where- I'm to where I, th- I believe he's. I mean, I've heard rumors that he's probably gonna um, uh, sue some of these these media outlets. Um, or at least I've heard people that s- suggest that he should because it's it's it would be like an open shut case. Like they printed presented so much slandering information that, yeah. that ended up not being true. You know, misinformation, no matter which purpose it serves is always dangerous you know yeah whether you agree with it or not morally if something's wrong you shouldn't you shouldn't have to lie to show people it's wrong (laughs) if something's wrong then all you need is the truth of the matter the fact that there were lies and misinformation being put out about that case kind of tells you all you need to know as far as uh, fear of the truth goes, you know, on this show, we don't take yeah. a stance, a political stance. We don't lean right or left. We we lean on the truth. And right now, that sort of middle ground truth bearing lens is 
painted as left to the right and right to the left, right? <laughs> you just can't win. But uh, we try to keep it real here. And so I'd like to do a new episode soon with you, brother, uh, because I know you were following that case as well. You like to follow these court cases, I noticed. Yeah. I like that about you. I, I And I don't know if it's like the the internet algorithms just messing with me or what, but it's been popping up a lot on my social media, YouTube and whatnot. And I'm like, oh, what's this? You know, and they're just throwing it at my face. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know if that's the same experience with everyone else. Same with uh, that cop that I was mentioning. That's because that's kind of a freaking tragic situation. Yeah, it's horrible. That's horrible. Um, Could you imagine a cop just trying to tase you? You're having to whatever the case is, and they accidentally, you know. Cops have some of the hardest damn jobs in the world, man. It's just, it's so hard. And they're defunding them. Most cops I've heard speak on this say they want more training, and when you defund them, they get less. (laughs) I know, dude. Like, really? Yeah, it's they need more Um, training, and they want it. That's a huge misconception. More training equals better jobs. Taking money away does not equal a better job by our police force. Every cop should be basically a trained ninja. Right. With a rocket suit. Yes. It's tough. There's there's no margin for error in that line of work. I mean, how many people do doctors kill with uh, every year? Right, right. We're supposed to do no harm, but one of the pulmonologists I work with says that the second they graduate and start seeing patients, they're doing harm. And they're trying to to do the greater good of the harm, if you will. Like if you need a, some major surgery to correct something, the surgery itself is a huge harm. Yeah, I've heard orthopedic <laughs> surgeons refer to it as controlled trauma. But even malpractice, there's yeah, a lot of deaths from allegedly malpractice even. Mistakes, a lot, like a lot of death by mistakes every year by doctors, but it's not covered, right? Right, right. Yeah, that's true. They, uh, I've seen them doing that because they've had to introduce a lot of protocol and a lot of rules uh, around surgery, around any procedure. You're putting in like a, a central line, which they do at bedside all the time, uh, They'll put a, uh, it's basically an IV, but a, a big one <laughs> that goes into like your, your subclavian vein or one of the big veins that you mm-hmm. got. So it's kind of a big procedure and you got to, uh, kind of a lot goes into it. You got to cut a good size hole in your neck or in, <laughs> in your shoulder. Goes basically. into an artery or a vein? And, uh, uh, it's usually in a vein. Yeah. They'll do arterial lines, and they usually put those in your arms mm. just to measure your blood pressure. But these big, um, yeah, these big central lines are basically put into to where so that they can put a lot of medication in. This is for very critically ill patients that usually need a lot of like blood pressure medication, mm-hmm. uh, vasopressors. You know, they're just loading them up, and for that they want a big established line that they can run in um but yeah they'll do like a uh they'll do a breakdown of i forget a a timeout basically where they're like okay this is the time this is what we're doing um 
this is the patient, let's confirm everything, date of birth, name, and then after the procedure, especially in surgery when they're using a lot of tools, they also do this timeout, time in, time out thing, where they, they make sure every tool is accounted for because there have been times where they finish the surgery, the patient goes and gets an x-ray to see how everything looks, and there's a freaking scalpel. Oh, man, I've heard of this. Yeah. Or, or you know, they, you know, something got lost. Something slipped in while they were doing the procedure, and uh, they didn't notice it. They close them up. There's been people who have gone, like, years with a freaking scalpel sitting in there. That's so crazy, bro. <laughs> or a bunch of a gauze that got left behind <laughs> or whatever gets infected. Like, seriously, man, it happens. Yeah. So they're, they have to be really, because, yeah, they're using all kinds of tools and different, uh, it's somebody's job just to, just to keep track of all Now, imagine tools. if that <laughs> happened, the public cried for less funding so that they get less training. Right. That's insane. That's the logic. And that's, that's a really good point. They made this mistake, so train them so less. Take, yeah. <laughs> take that point, yeah. people. And shove it up your ass right after you fucked yourself with your doctor. Right up your ass. If it's legal in your country, if your doctor, if your doctor recommends, recommends it, they want to help you do it safely, and you want to do it. Which I know you fuckers do. I love you guys, the ones listening to this show. I love you. But if you want to send this to that fucker, please send it. Share it. Share it with your family. Share it with your friends. Talk about it at Thanksgiving. Be the first one to talk about politics this holiday season with your family. And let us know how it goes. So if you're a betting man, what do you say? Ghislaine Maxwell, guilty, not guilty. I'm leaning towards, and I don't want to be, you know, prejudiced or anything, but based on what I've heard and these these witnesses that are vocal, that are coming out with all this alleged stuff i'm leaning towards guilty man i feel like uh if the, if the prosecutors did their job based on what i've seen in all of the reports and what seems to be possible evidence possibly allegedly uh, i would lean towards the same guess but i mean who knows how yeah. much money she was able to afford for a defense counsel you know I mean, yeah, that's that's the other thing. Look at how many people who have gotten away with a lot that basically the whole country knew was guilty, but they got away anyways, right? So, right. That's why we got to do a recap, man. Yep. Oh, we will. We'll do a Ghislaine Maxwell part two uh, when there is a verdict out. Maybe we'll do Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, a Kyle Rittenhouse episode in the meantime. Andrew, I love it that you're into these court cases, brother. It, it fascinates me. I know it fascinates you. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Any final notes for the night? Um, I don't think so. I think we covered some pretty pretty interesting stuff. We went everywhere from from uh, sleep apnea to Jelaine Maxwell. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, I think uh, everything else we can we can hold off until. Uh, until next Sounds time. Sounds good, bro. I appreciate you joining me tonight, Andrew. It was a late one tonight, but I kind of got a second wind. Kind of like these late nice. recordings. Yeah. Every once in a while. Yeah, we're coming up on midnight. Yeah. Midnight with everyone is Which canceled. Is fine for me. I work I work night shift, so this is like 
12 o'clock noon to me. Do you ever know when you're going to get out of that, <laughs> out of the whole night shift game? Do you see any end in sight? Um, Actually, I, honestly, I, I could have gone to day shift because there was an opportunity. There, there have been a few opportunities, mm-hmm. actually. But uh, right now, night shift is working out with my schedule because right when I get off work, um, I'm able to and yeah, this kind of sucks because I just worked a 12 hour shift, but my classes start. Wow. If, if I were, if I were working days, I would be missing these classes. So it's working out for me right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm only having to force myself to stay up for like 24 hours, but Hey, I'm doing it, man. Yeah, man. I I, (laughs) got finals coming up next week, uh, but so far, so far, I've got an A, so I'm well, happy. I wish you luck there, brother. I really appreciate you joining me tonight. I look forward to hearing any and all updates on uh, what I hope to be uh, an episode very soon. Yeah, man. I'm happy to oh, be yeah, here. Oh, yeah, brother. Episode 45, thank you, folks, for joining us. Everyone is canceled. If you would like to catch us on Instagram, it is everyone is canceled, spelled with one L the correct way. I'm on TikTok. I'm uploading there. It is spelled every, the number one is canceled every the number one is canceled somebody took my fucking name and deactivated their account motherfucker so what a what a what a also on youtube everyone is canceled and uh facebook but follow us on instagram we're most active there thank you guys for joining us andrew thank you sir yeah yeah i actually wanted to put an update so every monday that is the new schedule instead of saturday you can listen to us on your commute to work from work It just seems to work better. I know a lot of people like listening to us on our commutes. And uh, so we're switching to Monday. So every Monday, everyone is canceled. New episodes every Monday. Thank you very much for listening. And you guys have a great night and a great week. Take care. See ya. So um, I'm bigger now than I have been in many, in many moons.